This episode of the Female Dating Strategy Podcast has been brought to you by Podcorn.com. We've used it to connect with other female-led podcasts, some of which you may have heard advertised on our show. We primarily use Podcorn to find our advertisers. It's a great matchmaking service between advertisers and podcast creators. And with Podcorn, there isn't a middleman. And this means that we've been able to work alongside other brands and seek out opportunities that best fit with us. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. If you are looking for a platform that will give you full creative control, as well as give you access to a marketplace that can connect you with other like-minded podcasters and brands, then sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. Explore sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast by signing up at podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. That's podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. Check the link in the show notes. Hey, queens, are you ready to level up? Then join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy, where you can find weekly bonus content and FDS commentary on all the latest pop culture relationship and dating news. If you just want to listen to the extra bonus content, we have the lurker mode tier on our Patreon. If you want merchandise, access to the private FDS Patreon Discord, which also includes a monthly book club with FDS and feminist themed books, as well as FDS merchandise, t-shirts, mugs, and the opportunity to discuss topics with the FDS podcast queens live as well as submit stories for our Rose Discrope Queen and Gnosis discussions on the podcast itself. So if you'd like access to all this and more, visit our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. What's up, queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast, the meanest female-only podcast on the internet. I'm Rope. I'm Savannah. And I'm Lilith. So today's episode was inspired by a question we got, the very first question we got on our Scrote Strike Back tier from one of our male Patreon subscribers. So we recently launched the Scrote Strike Back tier and it was designed to give men the opportunity to ask us dating questions. Or debate questions. Or debate questions. And to my great disappointment, it's been mostly really nice, tame questions as well as like a lot of men who just want to support FDS just to support us. And I'm a little bit grossed out because I really wanted to fight. The girl had her gloves on. She's like, ding, 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 round one. <laughs> no opponent so far. Bruh, I thought I was going to be like answering troll questions every week and like roasting the shit out of them. But so far, everyone's been really nice and supportive. And like one guy, one guy was like, I don't know if I was supposed to, but I think I might have gotten access to the Discord. Uh, and I just wanted to check if that was okay. And I'm like, man... <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all are inbox asking us permission for shit that's actually really nice yeah i like that it's wholesome it's really sweet and we have quite a few male um patreon subscribers on the lurker mode as well so i appreciate all of you guys I'm, I'm just teasing you but i did think that we would get a lot more contrarian combative energy here so so i could have my opportunity to flex my roast skill so clap back queen if you're a man and you don't like the things that we say and you want to like clap back and debate us i'm still open to that but we're going to answer this question from david who sent us in a question about being friends with a woman he's attracted to. So I don't know who wants to read this one. I can read it. So is it possible for a man and a woman to be friends? If very unlikely, I met this woman and was attracted to her, but I learned that she was not single and decided that I was fine with that. I'm aware that I am my own enemy in trying to be actual, just friends with her. (laughs) Okay. That's hilarious. Um, 
and have watched, monitored my reasons and expectations while friendship has developed. She's recently become single, and while I know and understand and don't expect and don't need this to be anything more than a friendship, I would like to ask her after enough time that I believe I wouldn't be preying on some skirty sense vulnerability if she would like to explore a relationship with me. Can I hear your thoughts on whether this would always be a scrote move. I would appreciate the opportunity to clarify this word spaghetti if I haven't managed to express myself clearly. Uh, So here's some links to some Reddit posts where a lot of women are complaining about men saying they're their friends, but like secretly it's just a ploy to get them to have sex with them. And women in general not enjoying being sexualized by men they consider to be friends or have presented themselves as friends. So we're going to dissect that conflict i don't know what's the best word to describe this quagmire this um yeah it's a nuance and and like a it's a nuanced discussion i think yeah yeah about like male and female friendships and i mean obviously a lot of relationships do start from friendships and uh, sometimes that's welcomed and sometimes it's not and so i think that the question is is how is it appropriate to go about it and what are the appropriate boundaries in place first of all Yeah, I do think that some of the best relationships actually can start out as friends. It depends on how you go about, you know, depends on your delivery, your execution. Obviously, if they're the sort to, you know, wait until you're like drunk and like alone or something like that, or in a vulnerable situation or like emotionally vulnerable, something like that, I consider that predatory. But I I personally don't think there's anything wrong with a man shooting his shot as long as he, you know, a man that you're friends with, you know, shooting his shot. I I would rather a man just like ask me on a date and then I can either say yes or no rather than like him kind of waiting in the wings, you know, waiting for me to be vulnerable, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So it's, I'd say it's better to be upfront. And if she says no, just accept that answer, be mature about it. You know, whether she wants to be friends or not after that is, is her decision. You know, if you're concerned, Oh, can it ruin the relationship? Yeah, it might. So just be aware of that risk going into it. I'd also add as well, it's important for, um, in response, I guess, in a part response to the question, in in order to read the room as well. I've always said that women, we often give off cues if we're into somebody in that way. If she's shown absolutely no interest and you've been friends for years, I think it's unlikely that it's it's going to be a welcome thing. You have to read the room as well. Like if she's expressed absolutely no interest in dating you, then yeah. Yeah, there's two missing pieces here. One of them is how they met. Right. Were they work friends? Was it like more of a casual friend of a friend thing that they met? Because, it, you know, obviously if they met off a dating app or something and then she doesn't pursue the relationship, then yeah, yeah you're out of luck, buddy. Right. Like she's keeping you around as a friend. If it's uh, if you've been around each other in more of a professional capacity and it's never really crossed the line, then I think it's probably OK to shoot your shot. Obviously, as long as you're not ca- crossing any ethical boundaries between whatever, if you have any type of employment situation, etc. But more than likely, if you're still hanging around, women tend to assume, I would say, maybe I, I don't know if I should say this, but I think women tend to assume you're into them on some level. If you keep contacting them and you're not like, you know, you don't have a specific reason to be contacting her, right? So, for example, like, are you both into the same things? Like, if it's like, oh, we go see, um, we're both in a Spider-Man or something. So then you have something to talk about. If it's just more like you keep both of the same hobby or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Same hobby. Like, if you're meeting here, like you have the same hobby and you're hanging out, then you have a reason to hang out. If you're a guy that just like keeps touching base with this woman every once in a while, it probably is going to come across to most women that like, oh, he's just fishing to see if we can date. I think some more context would be appropriate here as far as like how you know her and what venue you know her. 
And yeah, the context of your relationship as well. That's also important. Yeah. So like for me personally, my boyfriend, we met at work and at the time, like he was going through a divorce and I was in a relationship. And so that was like the situation three years ago. And so that's why we didn't, we were just like friends and didn't pursue anything until we both were single at the same time. And actually, even though we, we were both single for a while, I still made him wait like another year and a half after that. <laughs> um, but it's like the situation it depends on, yeah, it depends on, like, also the reason why, why hasn't it become more than a friendship? You know, why were you, why were you friends? Was it because of the circumstances? You know, like, um, so, okay, at the time, we did have a bit of a flirtationship, to be honest, like, so there was, like, sexual tension, or, like, you know, even other people, there, there was one person who straight up said, like, that they're shipping us. And I was like, I'm in a relationship and like, this is work. I don't date coworkers kind of thing. And was like, no way, never to millionaires at the time. And so like, if sometimes the circumstances can change though. So again, like if you've, how do I say this? Like if there's no sexual tension, if there's no chemistry, if like you don't vibe super well with each other, like I'd probably say maybe not shoot your shot, you know? Yeah, like, read the room, basically. Like, read the room, yeah. Like, kind of, like Savannah said, like, get a sense if she likes you that way. If she, if you're not getting that vibe, like, maybe, maybe don't. But it's up to you to weigh the the risks and rewards, basically. Because that's, like, one of the most annoying things about dealing with men. They just think if you so much as smile in their direction or send them a nice word that you want to fuck them, and it's really annoying and disconcerting when that's just not the case. Women, even though FTS women, we don't like to do the pursuing because we shouldn't. You know, women also give off tells. Like, unconscious, like, body language is also a thing that you can read if somebody is into you or if they want to talk to you or they want to be around you that's what it's also possible to read yeah i think that the biggest thing is not to push so the idea is like invite invite her to want to pursue a relationship with her but don't be that like pushy weirdo yeah i think that's the that's a huge difference in how you approach the situation that's going to determine well it might not be be the singular factor but it's going to be the determine whether or not you come across like a disgusting scrote that we're going to roast on FTS. (laughs) FTS. <laughs> and if you're a guy who has interest in a woman and just wants to let her know that like you'd like to pursue something romantic further, because there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think there's even wrong with like keeping in touch with someone you maybe hit it off with. And if the timing isn't right. Like respectful courtship is acceptable. Yeah. But don't, you know, don't be a creep. Like, I don't know else to say this, you know? (laughs) And don't be offended if she says no or is, like, weirded out or whatever. Because that's another thing as well when, you know, when you think a guy's your friend, he asks you out and you say no and he just goes completely nuclear and then just turns into a demon scrote. That's another thing as well. It's very important to handle rejection with maturity. And if she says no, don't be a dick. You know, don't be whiny. Don't try to emotionally manipulate. Don't like even just like huff, like a huffy kind of like like okay or, like stuff like that. Like, oh, you always go for the always date the assholes, not me. Yeah, bad boys. You know. And at that point too, I would just bow out gracefully because if your feelings are like hurt to the point where you can't 
be friends with her anymore that's that's it's better for you to not be friends with her than to try to like do this pseudo friendship i'm gonna say something that is you know because a lot of women often say you know after i turned my friend down he didn't want to be friends with me anymore i actually think it's perfectly valid if he's been turned down and he can't you know manage that or he needs to process that i think it's fair if he doesn't want to continue the friendship anymore i know it doesn't make the woman feel great because it's like well you were only around me for one thing but it's better he does that than for you to you know for him to be bitter or for there to be resentment or because that's just going to be a bigger headache than if he just goes his own way yeah like just rip the band-aid off yeah don't let it fester because like if 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 in a in a different alternate universe i asked the guy out and he said no i probably wouldn't want to be his friend either i would just go away (laughs) to be honest yeah so be aware going into it that the risk of ruining the friendship is real that that could happen and then again it's up to you to decide if you're willing to take that risk if you're willing to take the risk and to be fair i've actually because i remember i was really into a guy he was into me and it was sort of like an awkward i like you you like me where do we go but i chose not to pursue a relationship because i knew that it would have an end date and i valued the friendship more so you have to make that choice yeah be aware that like if your life circumstances like one of you is about to move yeah that was it yeah so be aware that if you're if you are in a situation where you know one of your life situations might change don't like try to do a last minute i object you know there's a scene in movies where like a woman's about to get this ain't the movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't the movies <laughs> this isn't the movies like don't wait for like a romantic last minute gesture where you show up at her wedding and being like i object running beside the train <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like running beside the train that's going off like i love you, you know? <laughs> chasing the car chasing the car in the rain (laughs) everyone's gonna think you're insane (laughs) yeah don't show up at the airport running down the tarmac as she's about to fly off to another city you know so okay so the other thing too is maybe check the temperature of where she's at emotionally because this last line that he that he put forth was would i be preying on her in some scrody sense of vulnerability like if she's is she emotional is she an emotional wreck after the end of this relationship and the question to me is like for your sake, too, if you're actually really interested in her, you don't necessarily want to be the rebound. Yeah. yeah. Give her time to recover. Because generally the guys who like that situation are the guys who are just for the sex. Don't be the pussy scavenger. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't be yeah. a pussy scavenger. <laughs> don't be a pussy scavenger. They're just the worst. Don't be the pussy scavenger, as Rose <laughs> said. We need to do a full episode on that. Like, pussy yes. scavengers and their varieties. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it some other time on, like... uh I think in the discord. And then we talked about it again on one of our recent bonus contents. I think the one about the kangaroo. I love that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy scavengers. No, but pussy scavengers are a real thing. They're guys that like wait till women are in like emotionally vulnerable situations or they're like, they try to get their um, friends rebounds and stuff like that. They're just the worst type of guys. They're like pussy vultures. (laughs) That's what I mean by like guys who wait in the wings, circling dead bodies and shit. It is predatory because it's the same way that like a lion, for example, would wait until the gazelle has a limp. Is vulnerable. You know how like alligators, for example, they'll like wait under the cover of water, wait for like some zebras to like walk in and there's like a group of them and can just like, like kind of go for you kind of thing. Like don't fucking act like a literal predator from nature, right? Like be upfront about it yeah (laughs) those are the men we resent especially the guys that are just they're waiting for the opportunity to stick it in so like don't lead with anything sexual let me put it that way like especially if she's emotionally devastated over her last relationship or whatever and you start trying to like you know offer her dick yeah 
That's gross. Yeah, it's like, buy her a gift. Offer her to take her on a date. Do something fucking nice. Do the nice thing and then, like, don't expect anything in return. And, like, wait a bit. Yeah, wait a bit. And then it's fine to, like, yeah, see if you develop a rapport, right? Like, the worst thing about, like, the red pill and everything is because they're all all trying to do, like, the hard clothes and the hard sale all the time. Overcomer, last minute resistance. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like if you, again, invite her to the relationship and eventually, yes, if you're in a relationship, you want it to be sexual. But the idea is to like start to talk to her like a human being and then see if she push, if she pushes that conversation there, right? It should naturally go. When you're dating someone, if you go on a date, it's more than likely that that person, if they're interested in that, you know, it should be like any other date, like the conversation should just flow. And if it's not flowing and you're forcing it, then you're going to come across like a scrote. Yeah. So ask her about her day. Show interest in her life. Really basic social skills that like, again, some men actually can do these things really well. And and they get laid all the time. Yeah. And they get laid all the time. So that's the sort of man you want to be like. That's the thing about the red pill that's so crazy to me. I'm like, the guys who they think are beta, there's so many guys who I know got mad pussy yeah. in high school and college who the red pill would consider beta. I think they just didn't know because those guys are like mad quiet about it. They weren't the type of guy that would brag to all their friends about their sexual exploits every weekend. But like they got fucked a lot. And part of it is because they are discreet. Yeah. They don't kiss and tell. Right. And the only reason I would even know is because, like, some of the women that they mess with, like, put two and two together, right? Because, like, otherwise they wouldn't have known about each other. Yeah, when women compare notes and, like, get to... That's the thing. You don't want to be the guy that women all talk shit about. And we promote this a lot with FDS is women comparing notes. And once you, as a man, get a reputation for being a scrote like that, that really, really diminishes your long-term prospects. So you want to get a good reputation with women like that, okay? So... Again, be nice, like do nice things for women, treat women like people. (laughs) It's not rocket science, right? But a lot of women or a lot of men can't execute that properly. They don't have that mentality of wanting to, you know, woo her as opposed to trying to like bag her. That's even the, even the phrasing that is used in like pickup artistry communities, like, oh, you know, ask her to do this and this and then bag her. Like she's a fucking deer and he's like a hunter. So to broaden out the question, can men and women be friends just generally? Over to you, Ray, what do you think? I think men and women can be friends if one of you is not attracted to the other one at all. And in that case, one of you is more than likely gay or you're so disparate in type and attraction levels that it would never conflict. So... You'd have to be like 100% not each other's type and or one of you would have to be gay. That's the only time I really see genuine heterosexual relationships working because of the fact that let's say you you, ha- you have to both maintain boundaries with each other, but also appropriate boundaries if the other person has a partner. And I've seen so many male-female friendships implode that are supposedly platonic when the other one gets a partner. Because that's when people's suppressed feelings start to come to the surface. And I've seen some real crazy shit go down in supposedly platonic friendships between males and females. Mm, Yeah, I've noticed that too. See, this is what I mean about like running down the aisle at the last minute. Like I object. It's like, again, like don't ruin another person's relationship. I agree. Like most of my close, in fact, all of my closest male friends are gay. If a guy's heterosexual, he's moved into acquaintance category because... (laughs) 
<laughs> you give him a demerit. Yeah, it gets demoted to because because I always know that there is and you know the acquaintances in my life they've always made it known that there could be something more. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah I fully agree with that. Like they're all gay or just not into like sexuality in general, like asexual. <laughs> and truthfully, I mean. It's very tough for men to be friends with women unless it's sexualized. And that's the complaint that we you often see on FDS is that literally none of our friends have ever turned out to be men who just genuinely wanted to be friends with us. It was always sexual. And I think that's more, it seems like that's more often the case than the reverse, because if women like a guy, it's more that it's more likely that men are going to explore that sexual relationship if she offers it. Because men have fewer options. Yeah, exactly generally let's say it's like a woman and she's friends with a man she's pining after he's probably going to immediately exploit that situation sexually and dead the friendship versus the other way where women are more likely to want to maintain the friendship first and then it doesn't go sexual unless the woman actually allows it so it's it's just really hard to imagine a scenario where where you can maintain that situation long term and I think it comes back to what Ro said several months ago about when we're talking about communication between men and women and what Ro said about men and women speaking different languages. To women, platonic means that there's no sexual intention, attraction or whatever. But to men, and I've seen them discussing this on things like Reddit or, or Twitter or any social media space, they see it as, well, I see her as a friend, but if she offers it, I'd take it. To me, that's not... If you would have any sexual or romantic inclination towards somebody, it's not a platonic relationship. Okay, see, I... Okay, again, I don't mean to be, like, devil's advocate here, but I am of the view that, like, just because a man wants to fuck me or is, like, romantically attracted to me, I don't see that as, like, a barrier to us being friends. The key is, as the woman, for me personally, is, like, yeah, I'll always keep him at arm's distance. I'd probably still call them a friend. Like, I'd still hang out with them and do stuff. But, like, I'd never... They're sort of mentally always in the acquaintance category, if that makes sense. Or, like, manual labor category or something like that. (laughs) Manual labor. Like, chef. Here's the thing... (laughs) This might not be what the male subscriber who submitted this question, this is probably not what he wants to hear, but for me personally, my view is that as long as a man is adding value to my life, even if I'm not like romantically or sexually attracted to him, sometimes they'll just like, yeah, I'll get help moving because in my city it's freaking expensive and people are constantly getting run evicted. I have to move pretty much like every year. And so it's really convenient to have someone in my life who will help me move or, you know, various other like just small things. If I want to delegate undesirable tasks and I don't, I I feel uncomfortable like asking women to do some of these things. Like I I wouldn't want to like exploit another woman's labor, but I am fine with exploiting a man's labor. So yeah, just because a man wants to fuck me, I don't see that as a reason not to be friends, but like, yeah, be aware that some simps are so toxic that it's better to just like cut them off. If he's like being sexually predatory in any way, some will just like keep, they'll just like pine from afar that's fine to me. Like, I'll keep them around. But <laughs> again, that's probably not what the male subscriber wants to hear. But again, like, that's why you as men, you're allowed to be like, oh, I don't want to be in this situation. And so and to end the friendship, like you're within your rights to do that. Um, but some men don't do that. So and I'm fine with that. It's just like it, the problem with heterosexual friendships is like sometimes they're friends for nondescript reasons. And it's not always clear, right? Because like with female friendships, we tend to 
have things that we're genuinely bonding over, right? Even if it's like something we mutually love, uh, something we both like to do, or a mutual distaste for something even. But with male and female friendship, we're all just genuinely like her as a person. But if a man's crushing on me and I'm not interested in him, I'm always going to keep him at an arm's length. But like male-female friendships, like it has to be centered around usually something external, like for it to stay platonic. Because I'm thinking if like, if you like each other, you have to be sexually repulsed by each other on some level for it to work. And that's so because there's some women that are like they have uh, interests that might be more male dominated. So then like they don't really have a choice but to make friends with males. So let's say you're like a gamer or whatever. And then like the vast majority of people you encounter are gamers or you're in the cosplay or something. Like, although cosplay is pretty uh, co-ed now, but early on, I think it was a lot of men. Right. So um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, all that shit. So uh, that's pretty male dominated a lot of sports for example sports right yeah yeah sports so i'm also a sports fan so that's the other thing too where when it comes to talking about sports even on twitter the vast majority of the time i'm talking to men i just have an interest where the vast majority of men who are in people who are into it are men so in that case like if you have a focused friendship on something specific and it doesn't you don't really like uh, expand it out beyond that i think you can be friends but you have to put boundaries around that right it's not like i'm hanging out telling him my deepest darkest secrets about whatever how i feel about life we're friends and that like oh this is the dude i can hit up and we can drag each other over our respective basketball teams right i think it's helpful to think of friendships both for men and women in terms of circles there's like the inner circle we even have this with like fds i guess like the mods we're like the inner circle we know we know all the secrets we know you know we we dish with each other we know where the bodies are buried <laughs> um and yeah and then there's like the outer circle like more and more kind of thing and then like yeah same thing with my friends like i have like maybe two three i have like maybe two three friends that like yeah if I, if I needed to bury a body or whatever, they're the girls I'm going to call kind of thing. Right. And those are always girls. I'd never, I don't think other than even my own boyfriend, I, I wouldn't put in that inner circle, to be honest. It's always women and my, and my sister. So my views on this are, can men and women be friends? Yes. In the loose sense of the term, I guess. But I believe that women need to come to accept the fact that nine times out of 10, your male friend will see you as either a sexual or a romantic opportunity. And you have to decide how you feel about that. If you're like Lilith and you're willing to go with the flow and rinse them, that's up to you. But if you will feel somehow... If you don't want to do all that work... <laughs> it is emotional labor, honestly. I will say it is. Yeah. And some women just, that's not worth it for them. And that's totally fine too. And it's not even you know just about it not being worth it but if you'd feel hurt that your male friend was secretly pining after you after um you know like a years long friendship then maybe you need to i guess rethink how like close you can get with men i'm not saying you can't be friendly with them but it might just be that you keep them at a certain you know arm's length or just downgrade them to friendly acquaintance like i do that's a really important distinction between friends and friendly you know, it's almost weird in the English language how it's like the same word, but they have so different meanings. Like, yeah, friendly, you could be friendly to a complete stranger. But they're not your friend. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not your friend. Yeah. That's what I mean about keeping men at arm's distance. Like, you know, they won't be in my inner circle, but I'll still be nice to them, you know? Yeah, you'll still be nice. And I also, and I, this is going to be quite, you know, negative, but here at FDS, if we accept the fact that men are generally raised to be low value, 
um, as partners romantically, then are the stats any different if you're looking for a male friend? I personally don't think it is. Yeah, no, I agree. Like a truly, truly, truly high value male friend, I think is almost as rare or as unique as a truly high value male romantic partner. Which is why it's odd to me when women who break up with men who treated them like shit are like, we can just be friends. It's like, why would you want to be friends with somebody who treated you badly? That's not the basis of any good friendship. Okay, that brings up an important point because I would never be friends with an ex. I think we've answered this question before. Was that in one of our first episodes? Like, can men and women can be friends with an ex? No. Yeah, I've, I've tried it. It hasn't, doesn't work. It never works. And we'd just like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, Davy Piper. If you're looking for comfortable loungewear and to celebrate women's achievements, then Davy Piper is the one for you. Davy Piper's story is the story of women. Each of their products is made with premium fabric and has been thoughtfully curated in honor of courageous women who inspire us to be better. Just like their Diana Classic sports bra, which was inspired by Diana Princess of Wales, who used her platform to help those in need, including those struggling with mental illness and cancer or the nelly simply wireless bra inspired by a mother of eight six by birth and two from adoption davy piper has inclusive sizing to accommodate women of all shapes and sizes including sizing for women above an e-cup so if you'd like to wrap yourself in supportive wire-free super soft premium fabric bras made from organic cotton head on over to davypiper.com and enter our promo code FDS to save 20% on your purchase. Save 20% on your purchase when you use the discount code FDS on DavyPiper.com. Thanks and back to the show. But I think too about finding a guy who's high value, who's just a friend. And I think a high value man can maintain boundaries with women, which is actually a mark, a hallmark of high value men is that they're able to maintain boundaries with women in different social situations. The good news is like, let's say he just happens to not be attracted to you. The benefit of maybe being friends with him is that he might have other high value friends that are. So I'm kind of an advocate for having, you can have platonic relationships with men if you all are both good at maintaining your boundaries and he's truly high value. If he's a pussy scavenging scrote, then like is not most of his friends are probably some somewhere on that spectrum. So then there's just zero benefit to staying friends with a man like that because as soon as you're vulnerable, he's going to try to have sex with you and all of his friends are probably shit. But if you find a guy who's, who's like mature enough and can maintain boundaries, then more than likely he has a friend group there and then you you can be mutual friend groups maybe you have some you know cute girlfriends who are high value etc that you guys can hook each other up with so i'm not i'm not anti-male and female friendships i think it can't work but it can really only work with high value men true yeah that's the other thing it's like i would never be like with simps i'll keep them at like the mid to outer circle Whereas like actual high value men where maybe I'm just not physically attracted to him or he's just not physically attracted to me. And that's why it's never moved past friendship. Maybe they'll be in like a mid to, you know, closer to the middle type circle. But, you know, it can still be worthwhile for like a networking or like even just connect, you know, um, just having high value people in your connections and so on can be beneficial in the long run so that's another scenario in which if someone's like valuable to you professionally yes yes that's actually another thing where i probably would want to keep it at a friendship and not grow go romantic because that can say you know if you work in the same industry or something you don't want to get you you don't want to get messy right so yeah that's another situation where it can be worth having male friends if like they're well connected and you want 
those connections, but you don't want to muddy the waters with dating them. Like, even if you're not working for the same company, that's another thing is like, not only will I avoid dating at work, I also generally avoid dating within my industry. I made an exception for my current boyfriend, but generally, like, <laughs> most of the time I do avoid that because you never know, like, you could end up working for the same company at some point in the future. If the relationship goes bad, if he's really like the vindictive type, he could try to like ruin your reputation, make it hard for you to get hired at another company and so on. So that's another thing, again, speaking to the female audience, that's another thing to be careful about. I found as well that people like when, because I worked for an organisation where there are a lot of couples um, and people just gossip. And especially if you're a woman, you get like the whole, oh, she only got that job because of who she's married to or who she's sleeping with. So it's just better not to mix your relationship with your professional life for that reason. Because unfortunately, women get judged way more harshly for dating somebody in the company than men do. Like men don't get judged at all for doing that. There's a term that's been developed for like, that which is called a work husband or a work wife and i'm always wary of i'm always wary of the implications of that because yes there's been men that i've uh, had like a really good camaraderie with at work and i don't think it would go beyond that but then there's other times where i've seen other camaraderies where it's awkward for everybody because it's like damn just fuck already like you basically fucking at work <laughs> and, they, and they might be like and even if they have significant others or spouses or they think they're pam and jim from the office and it's like for everyone else involved it's like god just like get it over with stop being awkward in front of me yeah it's really it becomes like really awkward and then you have to deal with if if you know their significant other, like if you are the significant other of a person as a work husband or work wife, like that sucks. How do you feel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and so you might make that person, you might make your actual significant other feel like irrationally jealous. Or I've seen this also happen where a person attempts to put boundaries in place because they feel like the relationship has gotten a little bit more than platonic work friends. And then the other person freaks out. Cause I, that's, that's just always like the caveat to me because again, what I've seen, I've seen both work friendships and like outside work friendships where one of them gets a significant other and the other one goes nuclear, even though they swear up and down it was platonic. They're not attracted to them like that. And it might be that they're not actually attracted to them like that, but the prospect of not having their undivided attention. Or they feel possessive, even if there's nothing going on. Exactly. They feel massively possessive and have this like antagonistic relationship towards the other person in their life. And this is like kind of happened to me where I was dating a guy who had a girl he'd known forever. And I remember like one time we were in bed together and she called at like three in the morning crying because her boyfriend was treating her like shit. And I'm like, why the fuck is she calling you? And he's like, oh, man, sometimes I listen to her because she has like man problems. That's so weird. No. Right. That's a huge boundary viol violation in my opinion. Yeah. Three in the morning? Three in the morning, like late at night. And like, I, it was generally that because he had the phone on speaker. So I'm listening to this conversation go down. This girl's like crying about her boyfriend and shit. I'm like, wow. So she's just going to call like, in the middle of the night doesn't know what's going on with you and then i looked at him like yeah no this isn't fine right and he's like yeah i've known her forever so it's just a little bit hard but yeah she's always having man problems so sometimes i just help her out and i'm like okay like that's nice of you but like <laughs> like fuck her no if my boyfriend did that i would straight up be like you have to set boundaries with this woman i first actually no 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 I would probably go on a snooping or fact-finding mission to see if there's actually something going on between my boyfriend and her. If there is, then I'd dump him. If there isn't, then I'd be like, you have to set boundaries with this woman. And then if he didn't, then I'd break up with him. That would be how I would react in that situation. Yeah, exactly. If he failed to set boundaries, that's a red flag. I think in this case, you know, we had just started dating, but it was like, yeah, you got some residual homegirls who, for whatever reason think you're their emotional dumping ground and they need to understand that 
like they need to figure out their man problems by themselves. Right. Like call one of your girlfriends, even to speaking, if the woman in that situation was like my friend, I'd be like, girl, like call one of your female friends. Like what, why is the only person that she has to call her male coworker? Like, obviously there's something going on, something going on. I don't know. In this case, they weren't coworkers. They'd known each other for, they'd known each other for years. So this is like, they'd known each other from like grade school. And he's just the type of guy that would help people out. So I think, again, it's one of those things where I think he was just like a... He thinks he's a good guy, yeah. Yeah, generally good guy and would like help people out of who, who asked. Because it, it actually wasn't just that woman. It was like other... She was the most disrespectful at that mid, middle of the night call. But there's other times where it was like... <laughs> like can you not wait until morning? Jeez. <laughs> and he's the type of guy to go like ho- help his homies to like, you know, fix a flat or hope, you know, help his, his uh, friend's mom move, etc. So he's just that type of guy, like the neighborhood like handyman almost the neighborhood friendly man yeah yeah like and he's just a genuinely good dude but like yeah i I had to explain to him about certain boundaries that weren't okay and then he seemed to understand and that was the end of it that's fair yeah i mean okay i'm still reeling from that story because that's i'm sorry that's like crazy to me but (laughs) no i agree and i think it was like well that's the problem with male and female friendships because again if he gets another girlfriend like there's zero women who are going to be okay with that yeah. Okay. So to be honest, though, um, me and my current boyfriend had like, okay, we weren't that bad, but like we did have sort of like, a, I, th- I think like the work husband, work wife thing, as long as you have strong boundaries in place and are not like, yeah, on personal time, that kind of stuff. And like, not actually, I don't know. There's a certain, such a certain thing as like, r- r- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Emotional cheating, I guess, as long as you're avoiding kind of emotional cheating. So a work husband or work wife, if one of you are currently in a relationship, obviously don't disrespect your partner, but I probably would still keep them in my orbit at least in case, you know, if we, yeah, if one of us do break up with our partner and like, sometimes they can be a great future partner if the circumstances change kind of thing. But again, it's important to keep it professional and not disrespect the person you're in a relationship with. So that's what social media has kind of become for, because I, I got rid of all my social media, just like wanting to do a cleanse and purge of just people. Of, there's just too many peripheral people that I wanted to get rid of and not make it weird. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing when you start muting people or like unfriending certain people, like then people take it personally. I'm like in the off chance I run into this person, I don't want them to feel like personally offended. So I just deleted all my shit. <laughs> I don't want to be awkward, so I'm just going to delete my entire online digital presence. I mean, yeah, and also I just don't like being that searchable, but... That's fair, yeah. I respect my own privacy, but basically it did cut off some of my, like, potentials and, like, old-school sneaky links, right? Because a lot of those were... Yeah, they were just men I'd become Facebook friends with or Instagram friends with over the years who it's like, oh, we never quite hooked up or we never quite got together, either their relationship or I was in a relationship or something, something was going on where it never really happened. And so social media to me has almost been a place like it's either to keep up with family or old potential romantic interests if you want them to find you. Yeah. I mean, I have social media, but I'm just like not super active on it. So it's again, it's like I like to have that option open but not like super actively use social media you know okay so how can we vet for a male friend if we decide that we want to associate with the opposite sex in that way so like uh first and foremost i would strongly recommend seeking out and prioritizing female friendships Mm. Yeah. If you can find based women to be friends with, like your life will just automatically level up, I swear. Like women, um, especially based women, they 
understand just how to be I guess a good friend and um even deeper than friends sometimes like a lot of my even my work colleagues because I work for an all-female team both on the podcast and in my personal life professional life as well it's so much easier to get a sense of almost sisterhood that you just can never get with men even if the guy is really high value a friendship with a high value man will never be as good as a friendship with a high value woman and I will die on this hill yeah no I agree I will absolutely die on that hill yeah no I, I agree I, I think I value female friendships a lot more than male friendships again the, like male and female friendships have a different purpose in my life for women it's about genuine mutual connection and bonding and like improving my quality of life men also they should exist to improve my quality of life I'm a lot more generous with women I'm a lot more I feel more comfortable being vulnerable with women I feel like I can share more with women I feel like I have more in common with women I just prefer what I just love women and I with men I'm just sort of sus about them I'm just sort of skeptical of them yeah I, th- I feel like you always have to be on your guard with men and this is why I also feel really sad when other women say like I just don't get on with other women because <sighs> honestly friendships with other women is just it's just so much better and if, if you, I'm obviously good like, like non-toxic because I appreciate there are some women out there that can also to be very toxic but if you find base like high value crew of women it is just so so good i find it so funny this question started from like a male subscriber and we're like talking about and be like friendships with women are way better than i'm just being honest i'm just being honest like yeah to our male audience it's possible but ha- here's all these ethical guidelines to our female audience uh prioritize relationships with other women always and the man has to be high value and add to your life and not violate your boundaries and even then even with all even if he's the greatest guy in the world again like even my own literal boyfriend is not in my inner circle even with my own boyfriend i still have certain boundaries in place you know i think women too are more socialized to like emotionally give and even like physically give or socially give without expectation of return right yes or thinking it means something more than it does because i again i've had platonic male i've had pla- <laughs> hold on wait what's that little puppy please <laughs> the only male friend in your relationship should be your dog <laughs> no my dog's very conditional uh, <laughs> so yeah no but um so uh one of the things like i i like to just you know do really nice things for people in general. So I tried to bring a guy a birthday cake, right? Who I thought, and I, I've done this to multiple guys, both guys I was dating and then guys I was friendship. And like, it was weird, right? For them, because it was like, well, why did you get me a cake? And I was like, because uh, it's your birthday. And I thought it'd be a nice thing to do. And he thinks it means more than that. Either he thinks it means more than that, or they're like, um, yeah, or like, like, yeah, they start getting an ego about it because they think like, oh, she's really into me because I got him a cake. And I was like, no, I just, you know, why not? It's your birthday. I got you something nice. Or they're like immediately suspicious or something because they're not used to, because male friendships, they don't do nice shit for each other. <laughs> That's so true. It's always like blown up in my face when I try to treat my male friends like my female friends. Mm, so yeah. I just vastly, vastly lowered the amount of effort I put into my male friendships. So like on their birthday, I might buy them a drink. Yeah. Or go out for dinner or something as a group. With my female friendships, that's when you get the cake and like the whatever the party favors and like the party games spend two weeks planning their birthday that's like a surprise that you don't even tell them about but you and your other friends get together and i don't know go to vegas or something. Exactly. like that's what i mean about like 
I put so much more effort into my female friendships than male friendships. I think with male friendships, the effort should go from man to woman. With female, with female friendships, the effort is mutual. Men don't really invest in each other like that, I've learned, for the most part. Most of the time you see guys do birthday things, it's, yeah, it's like, go a boys trip to some Vegas. It's something that makes them, like, something that's, like, beneficial to all of them, and sometimes even more beneficial for the party thrower, because they're the ones, like, oh, let's throw a, a bachelor party and go to the strip club, but it's really for them... Like men are men are more likely to do shit like that, where um, they pressure their friends into doing things that are more like a little bit more selfish. But yeah, every every time I've tried to just do what I thought was like a selfless friend thing to for a man, it's like always become an issue. Like it's always made things weird, and I couldn't really explain it at the time. But again, I think it's either they read more into it and thought I was more into them than I actually was, and I was like, no, I just got you, like you know, got you something because it's your birthday. It wasn't like I'm not trying to slob your knob now or whatever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, or um, they felt obligated to like care more than they wanted to because they're not used to people giving them nice things because men don't do that shit for each other, right? So now they're like, well, I didn't get you anything. And I'm like, all right, then never mind, you know? Yeah, like I expect my male friends to remember my birthday, but, and I might remember their birthday, but like, yeah, they, I won't get them like a gift or make them a cake. We'll like go out as a group to, I don't know, a restaurant or something like, or buy each other drinks. We, you, you know, it's more, I don't know, <laughs> straight up, just ladies invest more in your female friendships than your male friendships. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can invest more in your female friendships without it making it weird, but your male friendships, like it just, it just fucks it up for some reason. So, so back to, to vetting as well. So, oh yeah, we got off track. <laughs> if, if you are in the market for a male friend, he has to treat and speak of other women well. And this is absolutely non-negotiable. If I don't care if he is funding your or lifestyle, if he's bought you a Ferrari, if there is any whiff of scrutiny behavior, you cut him off. Like that is, if he's, you know, yeah, that's what I'm going to say on that. Like, he has to treat the women he's with um, and other women generally very, very well. Otherwise, he's low value. I want to say also, this is not, again, not related to vetting, but like, understand for women, social contagion is a very real thing. It's important to surround yourself with high value people, men and women. And if you're around like a shitty man or woman, it's going to affect you. Yeah. Consciously or unconsciously in a way, like, it's hard to, it's almost hard to control, right? It's like, a sort of mental diet. You know how, like, you're affected by the food you eat? You're also kind of affected by, like, the media you consume, the people you spend time with, and so on. So it's important to spend fr- time with high-value men and women, and they'll influence you in a positive way. If a man is, like, a, is shitty to women or just has... It's just low vibrational or just you don't vibe well or he's just shitty, like, don't spend any time with him at all, not even as, like, a manual labor person. Like, he has to, even Even the manual labor guys have to be, like, actually decent people. Like... yeah. Definitely. Also be aware of the relationship being non-reciprocal. So just because a man is not sexually interested in you, because I know this episode is focused heavily on, on sexual and romantic interests, but just because he isn't interested in you romantically or sexually, that doesn't mean he's not using you. Like he could still be using you as a therapist, as an Uber driver, as a mommy no bang maid. Like you need to make sure that if you are gonna, you know, again, if we, if we make the argument that generally in interacting with men can bring diminishing returns in many cases for women because men aren't really you know raised to be equitable partners talk less of good friends even to each other then 
you need to especially watch out for and avoid entering into a non-reciprocal friendship with a man because it's very easy to sleepwalk into doing that especially if you think oh he's gay oh he's not attracted to me i'm not attracted to him that doesn't mean that he's not using you yeah a lot of men actually specifically keep around women (laughs) here's the fucked up thing is like there are men out there who will keep around women that they're not attracted to at all but will still have sex with them just so that they can have convenient pussy or if they won't even stoop to that level they'll keep women around that they're not attracted to that they know where she's into him and like will use as free therapist as an ego boost as for whatever fucking purposes right because men are some men are just shitty like that and will just use you for whatever you can uh, or whatever they can get from you so yeah make be aware of any relationship where he's not adding value to your life whether he, it's platonic or romantic relationship and i would also say as well brace yourself for him making a move when you're available as well like i still in my experience and the experience of my friends and countless women on the subreddit if a guy is your friend there is a high possibility that he sees you as a potential opportunity so brace yourself for that as well because a lot of women feel very blindsided when it happens and it's about understanding that men don't process I guess friendships the same way we do they don't conceptualize it the same way we do they see nothing wrong with you know seeing your friend as a as a sexual opportunity or as women don't always think the same way so just prepare yourself for that understand ladies like if you have a male friend even if you're not if you're not attracted to him or even if you think he's not attracted to you or oh he's not like that no he actually likes me oh we're just friends like no e- even in that case no, we've been friends for decades like oh i see him as a little brother <laughs> people underestimate how long men will wait for pussy yeah they underestimate <laughs> <laughs> how long they'll scavenge for pussy like they're literally like fucking you know vultures like circling the desert looking for carcasses yeah and that's why i don't know i'm not taking it back from men like i just expect like that's just how men be and i'm fine with that as yeah same i just accept it yeah like so I, the the women who are like taken back like <gasps> me like i mean so, sometimes <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, sometimes I will act like that to the man to put him on the back foot or to like, you know, to... Sometimes I do the whole routine where I act like an innocent flower, like what? I had no idea, kind of thing. But the, for the women that actually dumb fox, the dumb, dumb fox, fox thing, yeah. But for the women who actually believe that, who are actually like, what? I had no idea. Like, come on, sis. Some women, some women are so rich because I've seen multiple. Like, okay, so another reason I got rid of my social media, like messy drama on Instagram. <laughs> And on Facebook, because they'll be like all hugged up in pictures and be like, this is my best friend. And we've been friends for this long time. And he's like, got his arms wrapped all the way around her. Like, it looks really, really romantic. Around her waist or something like. <laughs> yeah, this like warm, loving embrace. And I'm like, I'm seeing, I'm like, okay, like y'all, y'all just trying to get everyone riled up in the comments and uh, start shit with everyone else's significant others. So... <laughs> A lot of women do that and they're full of shit. Like, I'm like, you know that man wants to hit, right? Yeah. Like, you're just, you're just like... Put him out of his misery. You're just trying to okay, be... I'm kidding. No, right, exactly. No, and, and a lot of those women are, are so manipulative. And this is why I can't be friends with some of them too. And like, not a knock on you, Lil, because, but like the ones that try to like... <laughs> Thanks. No, 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 but like, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Like, there's women... Because those women will try to do that with your man, right? right. Like, and men they know in relation are in relationships and then be like... uh 
oh, let's take a picture together for Instagram and like has their hand like right above their stomach on their crotch and shit. Those women are not your friend. They're basically like the Shayna types. Yeah, yeah. Like Shayna from like the ones that are your frenemies that are like pretending. Like I just have so many guy friends, but it's really like their quote unquote friends, boyfriends that they're just like all over and pretending that like they don't know that these guys would fuck them if they could. Like, yeah, fuck those chicks. Yeah, see, they're coming from a place of like pick meism. I'm coming from a place of like men ain't shit and they exist to serve women. And I'm always going to put the woman first like i would never very different energy yeah <laughs> never mess with another woman's man in fact if a man's if a woman's man tried to mess with me i would immediately snitch on him always on the woman's side on every situation that's just how i be but again not all women are female oriented like that yeah i had to purge my feet of like i don't know why so many women don't like me and then here's a bunch of my platonic male friends that i'm practically slobbing down in these pictures oh and there's lots of women that love doing that and then being like i have all these male friends like <laughs> and i just don't get why women don't like me you know uh <laughs> look at all the haters in my comments comments right like it just got to the point where i was like yeah it's time to start forehead pushing these people out of my mental space (laughs) 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 because because that's what i meant i felt like half my social media was drama (laughs) and then i was like it would happen it was like uh political ranting and then the other half was like drama and i was like half (laughs) anti-vaccine the other half was like was like why do all these women hate me oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah and I was like, I think I'm done. Like, <laughs> or at least I'm going to restart. I'm going to restart my social media with a brand new like group of people. <laughs> no, go back to like the olden days where you just met people in real life and or just stayed in touch with people by texting or phone. Like just, I don't know. Like, cause I feel like social media is like mostly people I don't really care about much. It's like once you're, but once you're in someone's like DMs or messages, that's like, that means something different. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh yeah. And men, and men who had girlfriends and wives in my DMS too. That was the other thing that motivated me. Oh, I already have trust issues, but this is just, yeah, that's the thing. Like I expect that men will try to be shady and I'm just like, instead of being like angry or offended by that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to fucking outsmart them. Or, you know, once you know how the system is played, you can start to play the game to your advantage. Okay. So that's why, again, speaking to my female audience only, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with exploiting a man's like sex drive or horniness for you. As long as you keep him at an arm's length and only keep him around if he's adding value to your life. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, But yeah, not all women want to deal with that though. And I respect that too. He should also respect your relationship. I was talking about this with, like, one of my best friends, um, because she's got, like, probably, like, eight or nine orbiters, like, the fucking son. And (laughs) she was saying how she couldn't... She couldn't... um, think She doesn't maximise it, though. Like, I was trying to tell her, like, your strategy, but she's slowly getting it. But, yeah. Anyway, um, she... (laughs) (laughs) She was like... I can't go to my male friends for relationship advice, because the pussy scavengers will deliberately, like, pull poison her against the bottle. Yep. <laughs> Be aware of some of your man's friends too, because I've seen that yeah. too. Where like some sometimes they have hater ass friends who are pussy scavengers. This is why you can't have pussy scavengers around, man. Like they're the worst type of guys. <laughs> You know the movie Love Actually? You know the movie Love Actually? Have you seen that? I haven't seen it. Okay, okay. It's got Keira Knightley, and I won't spoil it, but yeah, there's like Keira Knightley, a love triangle where, yeah, she's married to a man 
who and his best friend is in love with her. And I won't spoil the ending, but yeah, like that pussy scavenger. <laughs> the friend in that situation is a pussy scavenger, okay? Like love actually is a movie about a pussy scavenging love triangle. Boom, I said it. <laughs> I love the movie, but that's what it's about. Like you got to be careful of that kind of thing. And like and also again, if the guy isn't high value, he probably has friends that are creeps too. Right. Like there's there's guys that are they're pick me's like they'll go behind their man, their friends back and try to get at you, too. So that's why it's like it's so important, even if you have if you have a boyfriend or you have platonic friends, like you really got to vet for the people with poor boundaries who are there to start shit. And yeah, you just have to treat them on the same terms as a guy you're vetting, you know, for a relationship, have super strong boundaries. Don't be afraid to cut him off at the sign of, you know, red flags. Don't overshare. Don't overshare. It's the same, it's the same principle if you're vetting for a relationship, in my view, because... Like limit how much information you give him. Yeah, you don't lower your boundaries just thinking, oh, he's just a friend, like, it's fine. No. Keep that guard up at all times, sis. Because, like, you know, when we say that low-value men shouldn't be rewarded, with female company we don't just mean in relationships you mean generally in life as well like they shouldn't be rewarded with female friendships either or acquaintanceship i think even even an acquaintanceship like with a woman is a privilege yeah and to wrap it up with the the question that we got at the beginning can men and women be friends can i shoot my shot that kind of thing i would say first and foremost look at yourself as well and make sure that you're a high value person before shooting your shot, have some self-awareness. Yeah. Read the room. But also in the meantime, you know, just as we tell women level up before you pursue a relationship, I also strongly advise men to do that. You will increase the likelihood of turning a friendship into a relationship. If you work on yourself and focus on becoming a high value man as well, be honest with yourself about your flaws and what are the things about yourself that might not be attractive not it's not just about looks like personality and like behavior and just like you know get some fucking hobbies and shit that isn't like gaming and porn right like just don't be a scrote and you'll (laughs) significantly increase your chances both like having a quality friendship as well as like a possible relationship either way and here endeth the lessons thank you savannah that's our show check us out on patreon for weekly bonus content If you're a man listening to this, sign up for the Scrote Strike Back tier and submit some debate questions for Roe to destroy you over. Yeah, I'm really interested in doing that. (laughs) Keeps me up, keeps me excited. Even if you're a male fan, just like for Roe's personal entertainment, like do us a solid, give us something meaty to (laughs) um, just throw some, offer up a male Rose to Scrote of a man you hate that you want us to drag. I don't know, anything. Yeah, we'll do it. So yeah, so I hope we answered the question appropriately for the guy. You know, I hope you got something out of it and enjoying our skirt strike back tier. Um, but yeah, so check that out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy, as well as our Twitter at femdatstrat and our Instagram at underscore the female dating strategy and our website, which we're still working on. It's getting better. It's getting better. TBD. It's going to, you know, we, we're, we're getting there. We might relaunch soon. So um, uh, thefemaledatingstrategy.com. Thanks for listening, queens. And for all you scrotes out there, stop being pussy scavengers. Die mad.